hello. Welcome back to your favorite show, Turn the Page, a Saturday Night Gaming production. We're here with you to discuss all the greatest news topics um, and also just topics that we like because that's what we do. We talk about things, we discuss things, we make jokes about things. And if you're a celebrity and you can't take the way we talk about you, then turn the page. But speaking of the news, speaking of things that may frustrate, that may hurt you deep inside, this week some really big stuff's been happening within Sony and Marvel and DC's you're, camps. You're scaring me. You should be scared. Like, right now, this should be like arachnid shark scary for you. Um, Sony has decided to take Spider-Man back and no longer allow him in the MCU. Like, completely? Completely. Yeah. No more crossover events, nothing. Supposedly. This is where we're at right now on the issue. Um, of course, after they listen to this, Sony may change their mind. They just have so much money, they need more money. That's actually what's going on right now. And Is that what Disney has so much money, <laughs> they need more money. And so they're both saying like, hey, whoa, man, we're going broke. We're going in the broke house if you don't share some of these profits off of this huge... Well, I mean, they're both corporations and they're all designed to do one thing. Let's make money, make money as much as they can. So if they can, they will, or they'll try. Yeah. I, I think well, they'll come to some sort of arrangement. I Spider-Man. It's a very It's not about him. It's not about how many times they can kill Uncle Ben. It's about making money to them. That's yep. what it's about. Well, of course it is. It's always been about that. Even if you're a Marvel fanboy, yeah, their primary goal is to make money. Well, and I'll give them the money as long as they do it correctly. Separating the franchises, in my opinion, and I'll just start off by giving my opinion, is idiocy this is where disney will win they will win even if we have to get peter parker back under the name alias of ben riley and he goes around dressed as night monkey that will happen mcu wins how do you feel about what sony's doing right now ronnie raging ronnie well this is pg-13 so i have to keep reminding myself about that I can only yell beeps so hard and so loud. Yes. Beep. <laughs> exactly. Beep. Yeah. No, um, it. It's, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's idiocy. It's, I mean, Sony, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, it's like, I enjoyed them somewhat, but the Spider-Man being part of the MCU was like my favorite thing about that because you're like, oh, wow, he's actually in, he's home. Right. He's where he's supposed to be. We have all the characters coming. I was like, oh my god. You know, Johnny Storm's going to come then. And, you know, they're finally going to show that friendship. X-Men? They could have Iceman in there, too. Yeah, they like could all hang out bro house. Yeah. Spider-Man and his amazing friends, you yeah. know? And, like, no. And then, you know, it's just, it's dumb. And... I'm curious. I'm like, just, I'm mad. How are they going to, like, they can just never reference Tony Stark or exactly. the Snap or anything like that? Yeah, well, Sony That's wouldn't be allowed to, to, yeah, they wouldn't so what, be allowed to So how are they going to explain himself. why Peter Parker has all this technology? Uh, he did it. So they're going to just wreck him. I, I don't know what they're going to do, honestly. They just won't say the name Stark? 
and they'll just like there was they'll mention there was a him. guy there's a guy well there is this guy named uncle ben they could talk about and be like uncle ben gave him all of these values well i mean that's still retconning like how are they going to do it without actually like making something new up as a placeholder like they just won't mention tony stark but he'll just have technology they'll probably just get him well, uh, from what I've heard, uh, Tom Holland's still on contract. Yeah. He's saying that. he's still excited to be doing it, that it's his future and everything like that, which is great. And he and Robert he's... Downey Jr. apparently went on some hiking trip and <laughs> had a little, their bro time, which is great. I, I love the fact that they're actually friends. Or uh, Yeah, me too. You know, Tom Holland's actually got this father figure in his life that's Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And who, who wouldn't enjoy having that in their lives? Um but yeah, so he's he's still on board. He's still going strong with it. What Sony's talking about is their possibility of saying, okay, well then we'll have the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So they'll have all the alternate Spider-Men. So maybe we'll get Nicolas Cage cast as the noir Spider-Man. I that know. would be awesome. I would watch that. Me too. I don't think they'll make as much money as they would staying with the MCU. Maybe like a, yeah. an original Netflix series. Maybe, yeah, Noir, something. Noir Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's I'll like, sometimes it. I light matches and let it burn down to my fingertips just to remind myself if I feel anything at all. Good job. Do you shoot it kind of like um, uh, that Robert Rodriguez, Frank Miller, uh, Sin City? Yes. Noir Spider-Man starring Nicolas just Cage. a little splash of color here, a little splash of color there, and then lots of yeah, blood. I would, I would watch that. I would watch a series. It would have to be a series. I think... The majority of what everybody wants to lean towards is series these days. Well, there's um, Disney Plus. Well, Disney Plus coming mm-hmm. out is going to rock the world. Yeah. Uh, Netflix Ooh. knows that they're going to have a lot of damage coming their way. From what I read up on it, uh, they've already done a beta test. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what people are saying, there's not a lot of content. Yeah. Like, no, there's I think hundreds there's compared lots of content. to thousands. Yeah. But see, Netflix came out with like 50,000 movies at one point in time. I mean, they were just like, all over the place. Of course, do you really want to watch the Toxic Avenger one through six that many times? Yeah. Well, they knows. have a Fox. Disney uh, has all quality content. I yeah. might watch it. Well, I, yeah. Well, they have all the backlog of Fox <laughs> movies, Miramax probably as well. Or I think that they're going to keep a lot of their content very structured. Oh, mention which one was the Fox like sub uh, studio. Was it Dimension? I think it was Dimension. Did Fox own Dimension? Somebody needs to look that up. Somebody needs to find out the answer to John's question. I am but yeah, there's a lot of Fox content. There's a lot of Fox content, but yeah. I don't know if they're going to do all of that immediately. I think they're going to yeah. stick with a very clean format from what I've and heard. The original content. They're... ABC. They own ABC, so everything on ABC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a whole network. But I don't think that they're necessarily going to jump on. Yeah. Like, so even though now they would own, um, they also have a controlling stake in Hulu called? now, right? The Mutant Show, the, the X Men show that they had that was okay, but not that great with Warpath in it. Thunderbird, actually, I think it was. And they had Sentinels, but they weren't robots; they were just people hunting them down. Polaris crashed a plane. You haven't watched that? Was that on Fox? I have not seen that. It was a Fox show, and uh, Danny and I used to like Gifted. Gifted Uh, is what it's called. Um, It was neat, but I think that Disney Plus won't air it. I don't think they will, because they're going to want to erase from people's minds the 
cruddier versions of what they're going to re-represent as they produce it. It's like the gen- do you ever watch that Generation X? I think it was called back like in the- like '94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was horrible, and I love that yeah, comic I mean, too. There's yeah. uh, Jubilee, like some stretchy that. dude. Jubilee. Okay, there was Jubilee. There was Skin. Um, now for the show, I don't think any of the other actual characters showed up. Oh, Banshee and Emma Frost. Were Emma there. Frost was in it, yeah. So, was, but was then they had nope. There was I Beam guy. Huh? He had X-ray vision and Cyclops blast, but they were like rainbow colored. So there was just I <laughs> Beam guy, and then there was this. Um, no, I don't made even know if he, had, he was made up for the yeah. show. Even the bad guy was Weird. like made up for the show, and then there was this. Guy oh, who yeah. could have been like Mondo, who absorbed things or whatever, but really it was just this guy that got really rock-like skin. Only it didn't, sh- <laughs> it didn't show it. Didn't look like rock. It's but when the actors punched him, they would go, "Oh my hand!" And he'd go, "Ho ho ho!" It was horrible. It was very low budget. Uh, it was a pilot. It was supposed to be a series, but didn't make it that far. And if I- MTV had produced it, it still would have been better than what we got. Maybe I I, I feel like uh, the dad from Blossom was on it for some reason. I want to say that too, but I don't really. I'm going purely based on what's up here. I've no yeah, idea. Yeah, but to go back, uh, that's a long time since I've watched I watched that. I mean, try to find it now. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. It's easier to find the Fantastic Four movie that didn't get made. Yeah. Than it is to find that, that movie like, that actually came out. That one's famous for lots of reasons. The Roger <laughs> Corman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the, the Fox produce X like Generation X TV pilot. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. But to go back to what you guys were talking about, um, you know, like the ABC content, I think that's still going to be on Hulu because they do have a bundle coming out with Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN for twelve ninety right. a month. Right. You're going to have a lot of bundles going forward with this Disney Plus thing. What well, Disney I owns? Know like that Netflix yeah. is real scared about it. They've they all been be. focused on their personal creator-made content Dude, right now. Yeah. Also, Apple's throwing uh, their hat into the ring, too. They got their own that? original... We got Amazon. There's lots of competition. Yeah, now. there's... I mean, Amazon Prime... Like, I have Prime just because I like to have things shipped to me. Um, Same here. It, it just makes it easier than hunting Walgreens everywhere for figures. Oh. Um, I Amazon mine. Ronnie goes on hunts. He likes it. It's like Easter egg hunting for him. I wait till it shows up at a thrift store it's like five right. to ten years later. Twenty to thirty. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then he buys it and then he gives it to me. And it's like, <laughs> I love this Rocket Raccoon Bank. Thank you. It actually holds money now. Did I get you that? Yeah, you did. Oh, good. You did. I couldn't great. find that other ra- rocket that I sent you a picture of. Yeah, I'm sorry. Someone got to him before me. Yeah, I you got probably get him in two yeah. years if you try him right. Try him. Yeah, those ra- rockets, they get it's snatched Two up. years, yeah. All he needs is two years to get something done. Yeah, two years. That's all yeah. it takes. That's all it takes. He's just got to go to the thrift store and he'll get it. In our society that. now, they like throw stuff away so quickly. Yeah, kind of like how Sony threw away a billion dollar deal just like right after its full success they were like hey we can do this on our own i know that we failed like five times to do this on our own but take some money take some money we'll just throw it at anybody i feel like disney was asking too much they're gonna i maybe but you know what when they make your product actually sell that's true they're allowed to ask for whatever they want and sony you haven't been able to sell a product since the walkman all right, so here's my 
official theory about all that stuff going on. Now, while I do think a lot of it's smoke and mirrors and they'll eventually make a deal, but... Kind of like the Disney-Fox merger. Yeah, but here's what's going to happen if that deal actually doesn't happen for a while. Sony's going to make the movie. It's not going to do that well. And then... Marvel will Marvel's still be kicking butt and taking names. And then Marvel will get Spider-Man back after Sony fails again. Maybe they'll get Venom this time, too. Yeah, maybe. Like, you really sucked. Uh, give us both. But I like the Venom movie, though. Tom Hardy was great. No, Tom Hardy was great. I, I think that had it been... In, in everybody else's opinion, that even the casual moviegoer, if they had thought that it would have eventually tied in, if they could have seen Venom try to attack Spider-Man or a Venomized uh, version of Iron Man or something like that, or Hulk yeah, gets yeah. attached to the Venom suit. Those things oh would drive people <laughs> to the theater because it's just those fanboy what-if moments. I see grandmothers, I mean, like, legitimate grandmothers on their walkers going into these movies. Everybody loves the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. It's just so widespread. And for Sony to pull back from that, to say, I, we don't want to be in your family anymore. We think that we can do this on our own. They're a temperamental teenager that's going to go live in a crappy apartment in Midtown somewhere. And then either they figure it out and they come back home to mom and dad. Or, you know, they sit there, you know, kicking rocks for a while, eating ramen. Without any water. Dry ramen like crackers. Wait for it to hit your stomach. Explode. Feel full for about five minutes. Think about it, Sony. Think about it. The Walkman. But what's weird is that, you know, Marvel still has the rights to use Spider-Man and all the theme parks and stuff, except for, you know, Universal and stuff like that. Disney's held a lot of those rights, and what's really great about that, actually to segue into some of the better things that Marvel and yes. Disney are going to be coming out with in the, the near future, not long term, I'm talking like it's coming... It's coming at you fast. You better get ready, start saving up in your pocketbooks. Because not only can you go to Disneyland now, but you can go to a Marvel-themed campus on Disneyland. It's going to be the actual Avengers campus, and it's set to open in California, in Paris, and we're talking like next year. So, I, I mean, when I was a little kid, my dad took me to Disneyland once upon a time. There was a Spider-Man ride. And you had to walk through the Daily Bugle. Hmm. And the whole Daily Bugle was actually set up as if the villains had come through and torn it up. Was There's it like a, populated or is it just like the aftermath? Uh, it was the aftermath. Are you talking about the so Hours of Adventure? It was down there in Florida. Spider-Man yeah, the Universal Rock, right? Islands of Adventure. Yes! Yeah, I've been there. And like when Dr. Octopus would attack you with like a flame arm, like his each octopus arm would do something different. So if there was a flame blown out of this one... They would have a heater blowing on you. Yeah. And then if he had like a if he splashed in the water, they had a mist thing that was spraying your face. Yeah, for high man. It's all 3D, right? It was. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was, was really cool. The only thing scarier and more real than that was the Jaws ride, and that's because it's a freaking shark. I've never been oh, to any of those Disney places. I'll talk to my dad, and maybe he'll take us. We can have a slumber party. Does he have like an inn on Disney? No, he oh. just he, I think he enjoys doing things like that. <laughs> okay. Or he did when I was twelve. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell. I was like, I've got a full grown friend now, Dad. Can he come over and spend the night, and then we go to Disneyland tomorrow? And he'll be like, 
All right. Like MGM uh, Studios and uh, Universal Studios never went to. I went to like Epcot, I think, when I was a kid. You didn't get to drink the beer there, though. No, of course not. I was a kid. There's beer around the world. It's so amazing. See, I've been to all those places as a kid, and then when I was living in California, even though I was disgruntled about it, I had a wife at the time who said, no, 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 we're going to make our kids go to these places because it's memories or something. Wait, you were disgruntled? You didn't want to go? I did not. No, she made me go to SeaWorld like two times. Yeah. Then she gave up on making me try to like aquatic life and moved on to trying to get me to go to Disneyland. Um, we had a friend who well, had... Disneyland, it's not as good, right? I was more of a fan of Florida than I was of California, yeah. just in in perspective. I but was again, hurt. I was a little kid versus a full-grown adult who was like, holy, this kid is spending so much of my money. There's a lightsaber that he's building right now. Although, he did get to meet Darth Vader. That was cool. That was pretty neat. There were some stormtroopers dancing. Um, it was it's actually pretty neat. I'll give her credit. She that was one of the best decisions that she twisted my arm. Uh, Making memories. Yeah. yeah, we made memories. Yeah, good. Even SeaWorld, I'll still throw that at her. I liked it. It was all right. The Shamu thing is really scary though, because uh, yeah. that's a killer whale. Well, killers in the name. It's got sharp teeth. Yeah. There's people jumping off of its nose. It's probably it looks like, like it could just eat them whole. More ethical like concerns I would nope. have with it. I have stuff. no concerns about the ethics of a whale. I just <laughs> get afraid of them. That's all. Um, but one of the other great things that Marvel and Disney has coming up, Disney Plus, like you were talking about. Yeah, the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, man, they have some great, great content. And one of those is... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which U.S. Agent, I can't say it enough. U.S. Agent, oh my God! Well, but we finally bringing him in. Aside, aside from the U.S. Agent guy, um, he's a big fan of the U.S. Agent. Yeah, he gets crazy over it. He's like, look at that blackish version of the Captain America outfit. I love it. I, he goes, know, I know nothing about He's U.S. Awesome. agents, so fill me in a little bit. Yeah, tell, tell us about... Because I remember oh, he man. was just like a knockoff Captain America. That's, how, that's as my, In my youth, that's what I remember. John Walker, um, the whole point of it was the government was trying to replace Captain America after Captain America had left. And they Dude, used, Is this when he became Nomad? Yeah. He became nomad. He became the captain. And actually, wore what U.S. agent was wearing. But <clears throat> the thing is, it made him unhinged. He was crazy. He actually killed a lot of people. U.S. agent did. Yeah, U.S. agent yeah. did, and then because nobody else has ever fall. gotten a super soldier serum without besides being Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah, he's the only guy morally incorruptible enough to have it. Right, but uh, eventually U.S. Agent became a hero. He's on the West Coast Avengers. So he's got the same like super soldier formula coursing through his veins that Captain America does. Close to it. Close to it, yeah. Well, they just try to kind of well, tweak it? it or? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like, you know, um, the difference between actually having a super soldier serum and then having roid rage. Like, yeah. one of them is just loaded up on steroids. Oh, okay. Right? Or is it... Pretty much. Like, he's just jacked. So it's not the same. But, I mean, to me, the big thing is is that you still have the Falcon. You still have the Winter Soldier coming back. They've got cool new outfits. 
From what I'm looking at of the Falcon's outfit, it very much so looks like the Marvel Now Captain America outfit that he wore. I hope so. It seems very... I mean, you can kind of see in the image right down here that there's the white with the red striping, some sort of dark navy blue going on. So even though we have a much cleaner cut looking version of Winter Soldier, which I do appreciate Bucky being a little bit more clean cut, um, I think Mackie's going to take the show uh, with a new kind of Captain America suit. And of course he has the shield too, so. I think he might be able to take the show. And Baron Zemo actually looks like he has his outfit. Yeah, he's got the purple part. sock on his face. Oh, yeah. He went ahead and he put it on. They've um, they've already released a little kind of like a teaser trailer of him threatening people, doing some terrorism stuff. Um, the one I'm the most interested and fascinated by, though, is WandaVision. Yes. Because it's not Wanda and Vision, it's WandaVision. Oh, it's kind of like a 1940s appeal. It's WandaVision. Yeah. So, as you can see, we've got Vision in his humanoid form. He's back. So, like, do you think there's going to be some sort of like alternate reality? Yeah. Like, kind of like world rearranging. Well, if you look. Like House of M level. If you look right at it, so the shadow that's casting off of the TV that has a red glow to it. And then past mm -hmm. her, over Vision's shoulder, look at that shadow on the wall. That is actually Scarlet Witch's legitimate costume oh. from the from the old comics. That's the shadow that's being cast on the wall. Now you can say well, like horns, like a devil kind of thing, or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. You could play it, just uh, depict it in any way you feel like with but your you imagination. Also see part of the cape and stuff too, though. Yeah, I feel like that's what it's it's it's. Definitely leading to the fact that she's going to mess with reality so that she can have vision back. You think this will set up like uh, Phase Four, like basically? It might set up Phase Four. Uh, they set up. Yeah, they've already said that Phase Four is going to be a huge deal on the Disney Plus side. So these okay. streaming shows are going to correlate. All the real actors are going to be in the shows. Everything that they do on the shows is going to correlate over into the big screen. So we could be leading towards, uh, like you were talking about, some mm -hmm. some Marvel mutant. They might be mixing issues. stories like House of M and maybe right. like a nine. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, maybe she'll have the kids, and if she has the kids on that show, then those two would be Young Avengers, which they've already built the majority of the Young mm -hmm. Avengers cast in the Endgame movie. Yeah. So, who knows? No spoilers. I've seen the future, but I'm not going to tell you about it yet. Um, however, one of the bigger things in the future, too, is some of the bigger movies that they're already announcing. Um, one of those I know you're pretty excited about because of the, the casting. You want to go ahead and pitch it to us? Ten-second stare at the camera, make it awkward. All right, so uh, <clears throat> they're coming out with the internals, which... You know, it looks fun. Um, the cast looks like a cast. Uh, <laughs> who's in there? They, uh, I see a lot of unnecessary changes, as you can see from like the comics to the characters, which... Some guys have become girls. It, it doesn't mesh with the background, but I trust Marvel. They've done great so far with the changes. They've made it work. It looks I was kind of hoping some more Kirby-style outfits. Yeah, yeah, that's are those outfits legitimate or are we those are the legitimate at, costumes. They are. 
So we don't get see now. What was great about Taika Watiti? Yeah, his uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Yeah, there's that a lot was of Kirby. Very Kirby. Yeah, yeah it was that, so amazing to watch. That looks like the Gap version of Kirby. It's it's a little clean. It's up. the old Navy version of Kirby. There you go, the old Navy version. They, all, <laughs> they shop at the same. Place. It's the gap between old Navy and Kirby. Yeah. They shop at the same interdimensional shopping mall as. Thor and the Asgardians did in the first Well, movie. I think that they're probably going to try to represent a movie to us uh, similar to some of the other more extreme ideas that we've been presented in the yeah. past, such as Guardians of the Galaxy. There was humor to it, but there was a little bit of like gritty realism, too, so mm-hmm. that you would be able to buy it. Yeah. And I think with these bigger ideas that they're coming up with for Phase 4, there's going to be a lot of selling us on some of these cosmic ideas. The general public, I'm already on board. But, Take my money. I'm really excited that they're actually putting the Black Knight in there, and it's Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Which, For all of you GOT fans out there. And you know, and it's it's going to be great seeing him play a character that's actually going to get to... Do Take something. charge and not cry every time something's happening. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully he doesn't sleep with his aunt again. Hopefully Cersei is not his aunt. Awkwardness aside, uh, one of the other big movies that they've already announced, they've already done casting for, and they've released full product imaging and uh, the even the actress in her, her suit that she's going to be wearing in the movie is Scar- Scarlett Johansson, starring her in her long overdue oh, yeah. Black Widow solo project. I like uh, yes. little gauntlet things. She's like, got the gauntlet yeah. things. She's got, I mean, it's, it's a very interesting appeal that she's got. Is this a on. prequel? It is yes. and it isn't. It's, so it's a prequel to where we're at right now, yeah. but it's just after Civil War happened. Okay. So just after Captain America Civil War, from what I've read, is where this storyline picks up. Um, but even on the poster that they've released, you can tell that the Red Guardian is there. Yeah. Her husband. David Harbour. Uh, oh from Yeah, from Stranger Things. Stranger what? Stranger Things. What? <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that show. <laughs> Widow, hmm. like from the Red Widow book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. Do you remember the name there, there of the other Widow? Teenage girl. Yeah. To... So there's the, but there've been several other iterations of the Widow, the Black Widow, um, and Taskmaster's on it too. Oh yeah, she's gonna have to go head to head with the Taskmaster. Oh, that's gonna be cool. I think it'd be. Pretty Which they still haven't shown who the Taskmaster is gonna be yet. So that's pretty interesting. I think it might be Frank. Um, oh man. Frank Castle? <laughs> no, no, it's going to be Skeletor. It's going to be Skeletor what? from the He Man and the Masters of the Universe movie. Well, who's that? Oh, God. In the Frank, actual mask. Frank Langella? Frank Langella should be ten. Is he still alive? <laughs> I, hope, I hope he's still alive. Hey, so... No, 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 he is. He was uh, Perry White and Superman. Which, oh, wait, that was years ago. That was years ago. Freaking. <laughs> There's been another Perry White since then. Yeah. That was Lawrence Lord. Fishburne. That was... Oh, that was 12 years ago. Wow. Wow. 
Superman Returns? Jeez. Yeah, you're getting old. Oh, man, I forgot about that a second it happened to me. I, so I watched the movie, and I was like, dump that out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. well, um, I mean, it's coming back. Well, the Superman is coming back. He's returning. Hopefully, maybe. Well, in the crisis uh, on the, the WB or whatever, the UPN. Where are they now? What network is that? I don't know. But if you haven't seen Mark Masters of the Universe, go and check it out. It is the best movie based on a 1980s cartoon ever. It's way better than any of the G.I. Joe movies. It, wait, wait. You're talking about the, the one from 1987? Yeah. That's the best movie. What's a Gwildor? Gwildor was the little... It was back when Mitch and still got work in, in cinema. It has they, nothing to do with He-Man. It, it uh, Courtney Cox's dead parents would have stayed dead had it not been for Gwildor. <laughs> Okay, and she never would have ended up on Friends. Also, uh, the guy who played Tom Paris in Voyager is in that movie. And beware of Japanese synthesizers because they can open doors to other worlds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was Everything really Japanese for that, does something weird. There's nothing to oh, disappoint. Yeah. I mean, any 1980s cartoon tells you that. I mean, like, what, what's, what's wrong with your car? How come it can turn into a big robot? Oh, it's Japanese. Like, that's that. I think saying Japanese in front of something is kind of like saying the word magic in well, movies. It's like, like, oh, it's Japanese. Automatically, we know that it's supposed to be way more technologically advanced, capable of magic. In the no. 80s, that, that was probably the Western sentiment, like in media. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, but, well, that's when we got all the ninja movies and we got all the anime shows. And But speaking of the 80s, uh, we forgot about one of the Disney Plus shows coming. One. That's going to feature a time-hopping Loki. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's going to be super exciting, too. I wonder I'm how so that's going to mesh that. with Tom the... Hiddleston, I can't wait to see him back. Um, I'm kind of glad that he's not yes. being distracted by Taylor Swift anymore. I'm well, still it's... curious to see... <laughs> yeah. I'm still curious to see how they're... to write another song about him. How they're going to, like, reconcile, like... Because they've, they've said, well, that's the Glowkey that escaped, right? Right. It still mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense to me how that would work, given how the writers have interpreted the in-game. Uh, or did they just give you something to keep you thinking so that you'll always be wondering what's going on so yeah. you'll have to watch the show, have to watch the movies, have to watch give it. me the money. Well, there's mm -hmm. one idea I just came up with that would work. So it would be the Loki that disappeared, right? All right, along with the now, cube. Follow me along here. Um, but that Loki does eventually die at the hands of Thanos, and this is what he's doing before Thor catches him again, before the beginning of Thor 2. Or we have a branch off Loki. No, but you can't have a branch because they explained how that works, and that's not. No, how it there's works. another branch reality. This is an actual um, a branch Loki. This Loki has created a version of himself that's multiversal. But how? He had a magical box in his hand, and he disappeared. He had the Let cosmic cube. <laughs> yeah. Let go of it. It wasn't Let the cosmic cube. It was the Tesseract, which is just the time stone. And they've established that just traveling right. through he's time. he's ripped out of time. But they've established you can't just create an alternate reality by traveling but through time. But how long could he go through time, and how many adventures could we see him Before do he dies. Before he then has to go back that, and then die. That's because what I he said. is Asgardian, so he's yeah. like thousands well, of years of information. Technically, he's get. not Asgardian, but... Well, you're right. Yes, <laughs> well, he's a Jotun. And we still have uh, another really cool development coming out. Black Panther 2. I ah, yeah. forgot about that. That's a big that. announcement. Now, 
this is a teaser poster that's not legit, I don't believe. A, because of all the markings on it and whatnot. But it does tease an idea that I think we all want to see. Yes. And what was brought up in Endgame, which is Namor, mm. King of the Seas, Marvel's version of Aquaman, a little bit angrier and less blonde with much prettier Who eyebrows. Who do they have uh, playing His eyebrows are on fleet. Who's playing them back there? Uh... See, like, I don't even know who that is that they put up back there. I think it's a fan-made poster. They did a really good job of it. Um, but if you're going to ask me who should play him, who? if they don't give me my uh, Silver Surfer Reeves, then I want Keanu more. Keanu I want more? Namor to be Keanu. I mean, check it out. This is a He's a Hawaiian, right? Like, he's an actual islander. He's got it that's in his blood. He's... He's surf, he's beach, he's water, man. That's what Keanu is. So, even though we know he's great with the guns, he's good with the very disgruntled, not a whole lot of lines. Um, oh, yeah, he's good at that. He yeah. is. So, I think, if you can't give me Silver Surfer Reeves with a Lawrence Fishburne Galactus, then you have to give me uh, Nathan Reeves. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with that. What if they cast The Rock as... <laughs> Namor, what would you do? Because he is Hawaiian. He would say you're welcome. <laughs> I think I broke the rules. See, I love Dwayne Johnson. I love The Rock. He's great. He's just He would be a really big Namor. And I feel like maybe The Thing wouldn't be able to beat him in the future Fantastic Four movies. Um, do we have a question from the audience? You give them the no, Atlantean elbow. The Keanu Reeves, uh, ethnicity thing. Yeah, yeah. What's his ethnicity? It's, it's a little more interesting than that. His mother is English and from Essex. His father is an American from Hawaii. Is of Chinese, Hawaiian, English, Irish, and Portuguese descent. Okay, wait. One more time. Chinese, <laughs> Hawaiian, Portuguese, English, Irish, Irish. and English. Yeah, I can see all that. That's why we all like him, because he is the he's mixing a, pot of the world. He's he's New York, hmm. given lifeblood. So that's that's what Keanu Reeves is. That's why everybody can associate to him. And everybody just likes him. He's just a generally nice guy. He feeds homeless people. Why? Because he wants to be on the news? No, just because he wants to eat with somebody, and the homeless guy is more interesting. And, you know, uh, speaking of, I mentioned Taika Waititi earlier. Oh, yeah, there's some big news coming up with him. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. So, not only Taika Watiti, but also Nathan Fillion are supposedly in the new Suicide Squad movie for James Gunn. And James Gunn can make anything good. Yes, he can. So I'm oh, that's excited. right. He was doing the new suit. That yeah. little like stint where he was fired for a second, he did a whole movie yeah. for the opposition yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, okay, I'll go over there. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Hey, you know, you don't like me? I'll go make them a movie. And then Disney was like, oh, we can forgive the past. Come on back to us. So he's going to be back to the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But mm -hmm. before that, you get to have a James Gunnified Suicide Squad. Yeah, D a good DC movie. A good DC movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just, I mean, Wonder Woman was good. Um, Aquaman was actually a thrilling, fun ride. I, I haven't seen it. Aquaman. Shazam! You should watch it. Wonder Woman was okay. Watch that. 
and I'm, I've got to. You're going to have to twist my arm. And, but Shazam, and, and, I hear that's really good, too. I'd like to see I, that. I hear it's probably cute and funny. When um, I get it, we need to watch it. Yeah, we'll just, we'll have a whole night. I'll have a review. Yeah, we'll yeah. just, we'll do it during the show. All you'll do is sit and watch us watching a movie, and we'll make jokes as it happens. It'll be a very original idea. We'll call it uh, Strange Cinema 2000. We'll, we'll just have it sync so you watch it at home and so now and just have little shadow cutouts of us watching that movie making jokes about it that's an original idea yeah no one's <laughs> ever done that we'll patent that right now so um but one of the other things that has been drifting through the wind not that dc will actually do it because dc and warner brothers hates me and they don't ever really want to give me anything of fulfillment past the fact that Michael Keaton was Batman in 1989. But I saw a fan-made poster with Idris Elba as Jon Stewart, the Green Lantern. Oh, that would look great. I want that to see that. looks amazing. And if he is not the guy playing it, I don't want to watch it. I'm more thrilled with seeing Idris Elba than I am to actually see a Hal Jordan story. Well, you know, as long as they don't get Michael B. Jordan, they'll be <laughs> They kind of set themselves up, like, whoever's making these posters is great, but, like, you know, like, if, if they get a bunch of fans behind it and then say he doesn't want to do it, you've already, uh... Throw him money. Just throw money at him. <laughs> It'll be fine. I mean, if everybody he's, can fight over money, if he just gets... Superman. A, He's got the maturity yeah, to play him, I think. I like, I think he would be an excellent watch. I, I would oh, love to see him wrong. as the actual center focus of a movie. It has been too long. Think about it. There was the movie Maybe The Losers. There was um, even him in The Ghost Rider Part 2. Uh, then even him in the Thor movies. He's never gotten to be the center focus. And I think that Idris Elba really has that quality. Oh, great acting chops. Yes. Great looks. I mean... I'm not into guys, but if I was, I'd be married to Idris Elba. Or Jason Momoa. Or Chris Hemsworth. Actually, we would be in a brother marriage down in Utah somewhere. We would all be together. Uh, uh, Was it the the marry, kill, uh, date, or what is it? Yeah, but we wouldn't actually kill any of them. We would just keep them all alive. (laughs) And it wouldn't be anything gross. We would just be doing bro fives constantly. We'd wake up and it'd be like... Dude, Jason Momoa would actually be dressed like Aquaman. Chris Hemsworth would always be dressed like Thor. And I would always be the most awesome character, me. And then we would just like wake up and Idris Elba would be like, is it time for a bro five? And I'd be like, hell yeah. And then we'd all bro five all the time. Like one of the Power Rangers sets. Speaking of families. Families. Families are important. But the person who taught me that was Stan Lee. And he did so by introducing to me Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four, consisting of Reed Richards, Susan Storm, her little brother Johnny Storm, and Reed Richards' best friend, old, the ever-loving, blue-eyed thing, Ben Grimm himself. They were astronauts. They were scientists. They were explorers. This was like a fantastic voyage given a new form, but it was a great family drama at the same time. Um, and if I remember my facts correctly, the editor-in-chief came to Stan Lee and he said, we need a book that can run against the Justice League. We need something that like can a team. beat them out. We need a yeah. team. And so Stan Lee thinks, oh, well, what's better as a team than family? 
Family is what the core of teamwork is. It's where you learn teamwork for the future. How you treat your, your siblings, your mother, your father, all of that stuff influences how you're going to live through the rest of your life. And of course, within a family, you have all sorts of personalities. You have hotheads like me or Johnny Storm, somebody who's a little bit too chaotic for his own good. He's impulsive. He's out there. He's constantly trying to live life on the edge. He's a hothead. And of course, you have the heart of a family. You have your Susan Storm, your mother figure, who, by the way, I'm sorry, but is like the most gorgeous woman in Marvel. I mean, as far as drawn iterations go, it, for me, it's like Susan Storm, Jean Grey. Jean Grey is just about to topple Susan Storm only because, like, red hair. That's great. But Susan Storm's just always so pretty. Mm. Then, of course, you have the guy that you can lean on. Your best friend. The guy the with a solid shoulder. The rock. And that's Ben Grimm, the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. He is so awesome. He's, he's one eyes. of the biggest characters. Yeah, yeah he's the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. That's all he's ever called. Don't touch, though. I'm looking at those. You knock things over. I don't though. think he has blue eyes. He does have blue eyes. Maybe that one doesn't have blue eyes, but he has blue eyes. You can trust right. me. It's a fact. He's ever-loving? He is ever-loving. He is Aunt Petunia's ever-loving blue-eyed thing. But he's the great thing that you have to have. He's that person that you can lean on. He's your Dan Stevens. He's the guy that you can count on in a pinch. And, of course, you have your father figure. You have Dr. Doom. Knows a lot. Yes. <laughs> Victor Von Doom. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, Victor Von Doom is actually the fourth Fantastic Four member. He's the no, uncle. The, the evil uncle. Yeah. Just kidding. He is. He's Uncle Fester. But your father figure is your Reed Richards. And, you know, I'm going to ask you guys personally how y'all feel about this because one of the hardest things for me growing up I, I used to go to the library back when they had the Dewey Decimal System mm -hmm. and I had my library card but they had a comic book section mm -hmm. and I'd go read the Fantastic Four comic books in there all the time I just loved the elemental designs and stuff like that but one of the hardest characters for me to really get on board with when I was young mm -hmm. when I loved your I-beam shooting super strength having Super fast, whatever. And then there's Mr. Fantastic. The stretchy guy. How did you feel about that? Did uh, Were you a fan of the stretchy thing? Did the stretch I, thing... It wasn't the stretchiness appeal? of him that, like, didn't he didn't appeal to me, like, say, as a young, younger guy. Um, it was the fact that he was, like, a dad. And so I didn't relate to that at right. all. Uh, I related more to the Johnny and even Ben... Uh, then I and, and he felt like he was always saying no, and Johnny would be like, I'm doing it anyway. And then he had to go get him, you know. Gotta go save Johnny again yeah. with okay. my boson collider. But it's because I couldn't relate to him as a 10 year old, and he was like, the closest thing to him would be like a dad, like a right. loving dad. Right. Like, still. I'm right. the stern one with a pipe. Remember, yeah. I remember he always he had, had a pipe. pipe. I've gained appreciation for him, but my opinion of him for years. Uh, um, good and, guy. I, and I shared it with uh, my friend Mathis. He was the poor man's Plastic Man. He was the lame oh, version that's of Plastic Man. That hurts, man. Plastic Man's the poor man's version of Elongated Man. Nah, Plastic Man's amazing and <sighs> hilarious. But regardless, back to Fantastic Four. 
But Mr. Fantastic, though, and I really think it's it either may be because I've aged. Um, I've started to grow gray hair and a beard. Uh, I've got a daughter. Uh, He's still a jerk for the most part. These things, Mr. Fantastic, but even in the stories that are current. I haven't read. Hickman did a stuff. great job with him. Uh, a lot of people have done good writing with this guy now. So for me, again, do mm-hmm. I care if he can stretch? No. But what makes him fantastic, what makes him the leader, is this brain that he has, this ability oh, yeah, to he's think through things. Smart. That's he awesome. beats Batman. Awkward moment? Maybe. Okay, he so. disagreed with me. But I don't care. He beats Batman. Would he, he would beat have, Batman in He chess. would travel back in time to remember what move Batman made and then remake So he Batman. would cheat. Uh, it's not cheating if you can do it. it. It's cheating if it's outside the bounds of the there rules of the board. There are no rules yeah. well, in love and war. Let's talk about the... Neither one of those things are chess. Chess is war. Chess is chess not is war. Chess is tabletop war. Chess is designed chess. Designed to help you play war. That's well, what it is. Speaking of intelligent characters and stuff like that, there's a lot of them that came from... Well, the Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, yeah. They, they discovered a lot of the characters that we all know and love now that are... Super popular, very famous currently, yes. King T'Challa, the Black Panther himself. Did that? Did he premiere in he Fantastic Four? In the Fantastic Four, when they discovered that. Wakanda. So that's thanks to the Storms, to the to the Richards, to the Fantastic Family, the first family we have Black and Panther. Panther. Um, so Richards was like, "What's this continent doing here?" What's this little tiny city inside of uh, Africa that nobody ever talks about? And then he found it. Was it like invisible or in Reed Richards? It was always hidden. Yeah, the hidden city. I mean, I think that Wakanda is Marvel's version of the golden city of... uh, uh, What is it they're always trying to find in South America? Aztec? Uh, They made a Disney movie. El Dorado. Dorado. The city of gold. So Wakanda is kind of like the Marvel version of that. And they're just like, ha just kidding, it's in Africa. And Thor and Loki found that. They found what, El Dorado, Eldorado. or Wakanda? El Dorado, back before they were both. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was them, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I never watched that movie, I'm sorry. Chris Hemsworth wasn't out. actually in it, so I didn't watch it. But, they gave us the Black Panther. They also gave us our aforementioned uh, Namor, the Submariner, the king of Atlantis. Mr. Fleet Browse himself. Yeah, Mr. Pretty Pointy Ears. Um, And he's got a big to-do crush over the Invisible Woman for years because she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen on Earth. Man, I watched that Submariner cartoon religiously when I was a kid. Can you sing the song? No. (laughs) No? Sing the song. I can't remember it. Helmet. But that's Invisible Woman. That's what the she's got that kind of pull. She's such a strong character. She's got such a warm heart. She always keeps everything together. But she is completely unlike a lot of the other dramatized characters that you have, where Jean Grey may or may not be in love with Wolverine too. Which that's what iteration you go into. But Invisible Woman's always loyal, and they've even yeah. written that into very uh, various panels. She's like, yeah, you can read fan fictions online, but the truth is, I've only ever been with Reed. Yeah. I am Reed Richards' wife. I am Susan Richards. I am loyal to that idea. And I think that's really great, too, because it's like these core ideals of what you want a family to be in perfection. The Fantastic Four pull that off. 
uh, even with their bickering, that's kind of part of the perfection of it. Um, but they also introduced us to the Inhumans, believe it or not. I did not know They that. gave us the Inhumans, the Fantastic Four. Black Bolt gives great speeches. He does. They'll, they're killer. They'll knock you dead. Did, you um, ever, uh, did we ever find out? Because uh, this reminds world. me. Did we ever find out how you pronounce Jay Lee's name? Jai Lee. I think it's Jay Lee. I think it's Jai. G? No one found that out, did they? Nobody looked that up. Nobody Google translated that for you. They said, you know what? We're not going to. Because I've been pronouncing it Jay Lee for like. It could be Jay Lee. I could just be saying Jai because I want to. Maybe. Uh, It could be Guy. It could be G. We don't know. Maybe each letter is pronounced J. Anyway, he drew this cover. He did do a great job on yeah, this. This was like an uh, intermittent phase of Jay Lee when he was transitioning to his current style. Yeah. So this was still kind of happening. It was some... very, I actually collected that mini series back in the day. It was, every page looked that pretty. Oh yeah, it all looks it like that. The interior very... looks just as detailed as that cover. If you can make the art pretty enough for me to care about the Inhuman Royal Family, you are killing it. You're killing it. I'll always take Black Bolt home with me. I mean, I think he's really cool. Uh, Medusa, again, the red hair gets to me, so I'll let her fly. But everybody else is kind of like, are you kidding me? Like the bull man and the, the dog. karate guy and the dog that teleports everywhere. And, I just like Jay Lee. I've always liked his I really his like his art. I agree with you on that. And, uh, you know, at first I was kind of annoyed when he, like, abandoned his kind of, like, more so the emotional kind of, like, raw style. Like, yeah. uh, back when he was working on Namor, it's when I first noticed him. And then, yeah, I think he ended up doing stuff with Image. But um, the, when I first saw this was kind of when I started to see Jay Lee's new style emerge. And he was kind of experimenting with it. Uh, and then, like, I think it was, like, Transformers and G.I. Joe... When it's just like, oh, oh, just, the crossover issues, yeah, yeah. yeah that was amazing oh, those too. Were fun. Yeah. So gritty, so good, so real. And then some uh, more recent, or relatively recent, compared to those, is the Superman and Batman. Yeah, but see, that's weird looking. Art it it, it does look a little weird, but he's just experimenting, and I he I does like he that. evolves, and yeah. that's cool. But that the, the real dark the Transformers GI Joe with the like harsh shadows. That was I love so that. realistic, so cool, yeah, so cool. Um, but. On top of the cosmic side of things, besides just the Kree family that's blended with humans, they also introduced us to the great, destined to be played by Keanu Reeves, we hope. Silver Surfer himself, old Norrin Rad. I mean, they helped us find that character. That's like, to me, oh, man. if you need a comparison to a Superman of a different universe, the Silver Surfer is the Superman of the yeah. universe. Superman versus Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Ronnie's heart just broke a little bit. He's like, you can't have Fantastic Four beat up Batman and Silver Surfer <laughs> blast Superman out of the sky. He's got the power cosmic, Ronnie. The power cosmic. I think he's broken. I think we broke him. He's, he's like one of those little Russian dolls, and you got to like screw it apart to find the inner emotions. Superman doesn't get stronger I when he gets mad. Superman versus the Hulk. Like... <laughs> Superman would lose that one, too. No, I think that Superman would probably beat down on the Hulk. But see, even the Hulk can't go up against Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is, like you said, that's cosmic power, especially when he's working for the Kingman himself. It's like magic. Big boy Chomp Chomp, as my cousin Dan likes to call him, Galactus, who is destined to be played by Lawrence Fishburne. Listen to me, Kevin Feige. 
Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, take them right out of the Matrix, put them right into the Power Cosmic, give us the MCU versions of these characters, and I guarantee you they will sell like hotcakes. Have you ever had hotcakes? They're delicious. So. It looks like he's about to fall and he's trying to catch himself. Um, <laughs> like, this is or, not well thought out. Or he's like, you silly little ant, why are you messing with my boot? Um, but, like, the I think angle. he's an Oreo plant. Maybe. He, that man's reaching for Oreo. He's not leaning over. He's yeah, falling. He could. He's 100% well, Maybe there was a Twinkie the size of New York, and he was stealing it from the Ghostbusters. But Who see, knows? Even if he, a Twinkie he's bus. not reaching down, yeah. like, the angle of his legs, he's literally in the mid-fall right here. But if he falls, we're well, all dead. Well, whoever is taking that picture right. is probably going to die. Peter yeah. Parker. It's probably um, Peter. But... Oh, and speaking of you and your opinions, yeah, guess what? Fantastic Four also gave us your parallel version, Doctor Doom himself. They gave us one of the greatest iterations of a yes. villain character in all Don't you mean Doctor Doom gave us Fantastic Four? I will let you have that for a moment. Um, but this is this is one of the greatest villain personifications that we've ever had. Uh, I think even beyond some of our more typical like Jokers and Lex Luthers, because DC is very good at giving you villains uh, that you know and love, but in Marvel, the one guy that you know is going to mess with everybody, that's Doctor Doom. I can't wait to see him in the MCU. That's, I'm so excited yeah, about no him. He'll be like, oh, are you an Avenger? I'll mess with you. Oh, are you X-Men? I'll steal your storm and I'll make her think that she's married to me and she's a goddess. Oh, are you the Fantastic Four? Let me introduce you to the world because I created you. That was my best doctor. Yeah, I don't like that accent. I'm sorry. It was almost going on. How, what would a Latvian accent sound like? I Turkish? think it would be... I don't know. Hungarian? I always imagine more... Yeah, maybe Hungarian. Yeah. Uh, douche, douche, douche. I, I don't know how to do yeah, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> so you're lost. I always imagine them similar to Dracula. Dracula. I am Dr. Doom and I want to steal your country (sighs) and you're an invisible woman. We have a question from the audience. What do you think about uh, doing a Dr. Doom series versus a movie? I would go a series because a character building uh, is important for a character like Dr. Doom. Mm -hmm. Um, I would even go so far as to not have him kind of like a Daredevil movie when you didn't get him in full costume until the very end. But, I agree with that. If they got somebody as good as um, comes down to the writing, and but everything. did you hear who was I think attached? Vince Mafrio and how he did with Kingpin. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know who's attached to supposedly do a Doctor Doom movie? No, right? no. Noah Hawley. Who's Legion? That? I don't. Legion. Legion, the TV series. Like the writer. That was an excellent TV series. Yeah, the the guy that created that series, oh, the show also Fargo, okay. wants to do the Doctor Doom. Movie. Oh well, then that would be perfect. Like, uh, I'd, I'd watch it. He's great. Like, yeah. watch and it. what about casting? If Remember it wanted Jimmy? to be an eight-episode oh, yeah. series, I think it'd be great, but I think Doctor Doom deserves a big ticket. Well, no, this will lead... He'll be a major part of the uh, ticket. Okay, so, so then they have like a Fantastic Four movie, but then he this shows This is up like, in in, instead of having like a Doctor Doom movie that introduces a character, they'll have a Doctor Doom series that introduces Liberia, him, political like places, and... Uh, I think that that's the best way to go, and then he'll just appear as Doctor Doom in a movie, and like, oh, it's the guy, 
Huh. From so, Doom. So what's and, your guys' favorite Fantastic Four movie? Like he won't get his own movie till um, after. I actually enjoyed the first one with, not the first unmade one, but the first one that had... Uh, Roger Corman? No, 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 no. That, I, I watched that. Um, I haven't seen it. It's actually, it's a lot of fun. But uh, the first movie that came out mm-hmm. that Fox presented wasn't bad. Chris Evans as the Human Torch. I liked it. It was very clean. It was very much to the point. It had a lot of the intrinsic uh, qualities of the Fantastic Four. There was just a little bit of... Um, I thought Reed was a bit young. Yeah, he was a little young. I'm going to have to have Reed Richards have a beard in anything from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looks I mean, He's got to at least be 40, I think. I would put him in his 40s, yeah. yeah but in that movie, he was even like... Even introducing him, he's got to be in his 40s. I think 40s. he was in his mid to late 20s. Well, even then, the yeah. Fantastic... Four oh, yeah, that or whatever one. it was, and he's like eighteen. We could just do that, make Michael B. Jordan be the Human Torch and crash and burn the whole thing. Yeah, that's the problem uh-huh. with um, when you're not under the Marvel umbrella. Kevin Feige can't come well, around like, and smack you. You know, like his the director uh, uh, Josh uh, Tank or Trank. Tank. Anyway, he had an interesting idea, um, and but more looking at more of it like a. Hard science fiction horror. Yeah. I was like, that's an, but then of course the studio kind of interfered and kind of pulled it more towards the superhero, and it just got became a muddy mess. I think uh, it was just crap from beginning to end. I well, think the, even, all of it was crap. Even with they were just trying to make it so that they could retain rights. That's all oh, they yeah, were yeah. doing. They were playing a legal game, but but even with Trank's idea, like I I would like to see that movie. I think it would be a good movie as a standalone. It wouldn't fit into the bigger picture because it'd be so different. I think that would be a problem going forward. I don't, well, you got to work within the MCU. You got to make an MCU movie. But I think we presented the argument of the fact that Fantastic Four is family values, and I want to remind everybody that the moral of today's episode is that family matters. No, I'm not talking about Carl Winslow. I'm talking about the fact that your family, the core unit of what keeps you going in this life, uh, whether it be your daughter, your son, your mother, your father, brothers, whatever, even your your frenemies uh, like Victor Von Doom and old Reed Richards, uh, we all keep each other going. And so that's what I want you to remember is that family does matter. And speaking of our family, we have one of our Saturday night uh, gaming slash turn the page groupies, old Trektini herself, experiencing a birthday today. And I want to reach out and say happy birthday to you, Trektini. We love you. We appreciate you. And Absolutely. everybody else should follow in her lead. Uh, trust me, you will like the view. But follow her lead. Like, subscribe, share with your grandmother. Like all of our stuff. Listen to the Saturday Night Gaming podcast. You can listen to them on iPhone stuff. You can listen to them on Google stuff. Uh, We'll leave links for everything after this is all gone so I don't have to specifically remember every program that we're using because we're using them all. We're like Dr. Octopus. We've got our tentacles in everything. We're going to take over much like Disney. You're going to be arguing with us soon, thinking, hey, whoa, Saturday Night Gaming's everywhere. And that's right, we are. Turn the page will be everywhere. Jump on right now at the beginning. Like and subscribe. Don't forget to check out our eBay page. We have shirts for sale and soon to be coming. Uh, maybe I've heard from the executive producer. We might be getting hats. 
and some more bumper stickers. And I've even discussed with him some other ideas. We'll see what's going to happen. You'll just have to keep tuning in at the same general turn the page time on the same turn the page night. And until then, this is Star Power Tony Stevens, adorable sidekick Ronnie Shanks, Yo. and the old sex appeal Beardy McBeardison himself, John McClay, saying thank you for tuning in. Promote what you love and don't bash what you hate. Until next time.